What's going on? It's Jealous from Nick of Time Show here. Give you that Nick's talk just in a nick of time, but a little bit late because we had some technical issues. But we still here giving you that Nick's talk, and we are here to celebrate because you know what? The Knicks won five straight. We beat KP the Snake. He slithered out of Dallas after that butt whooping. <laughs> Hit him where it hurts. You don't care who you with, KP, with Luca, with them. I don't care who you with. 117 to 109. So the gunshots is going off. You already know what it is. Gunshots is going off. It's the fools. It's everything today, man. The Knicks are on a five-game winning streak. First time since 2014. Julius Randle starting you off with 44 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists. Oh. R.J. Barrett with 24 points, 8 <laughs> rebounds, and 2 assists. Oh! Derek Rose shipping in with 15 points and 5 assists. Oh! And Learners Noel, he only gave you 6 points. But it doesn't matter he only gave you 6 points. Because he also gave you the 10 rebounds, plus the 3 blocks to go on with it, plus the, the block of the night. For real, for real. And, and we're going to get into all the goodies. We're going to get into all the, the nitty-gritty. And um, also, we have to recognize that Julius Randle with the Pusha T braids is still undefeated. <laughs> oh. All right? So, I'm, you got you to gotta, yeah. gotta give him the yuck for the Pusha T braids. All right? So, shout out to Julius Randle to Pusha T. All right? <laughs> but let me introduce my guy first. Before we get into to, to, to the nitty-gritty of this game, let me introduce you. Um, the man who's been carrying Pie Strickland. <laughs> no, no, it's team effort, team effort. All by himself. Some other guy, he's just spoiling him. He's, he's like, ooh, his legs are strong. His, his shoulders are strong because he's just, ooh, this is, it's Swin, man. Shout out to Swin, man. How you doing, Sam? Pretty good, man. Uh, you know, having fun, enjoying the uh, the victory the Knicks had. And yeah, that's it. That's uh, it's been a good weekend so far. Yeah, it's, it's been a great weekend, man. Uh, I've had this lofty goal in my mind, Swin, that um, there's a crazy, is a crazy West Coast trip coming up, and I'm just like looking at the schedule, and I'm like Jay, and I'm like yeah, and I'm like. Can we pull off nine straight wins? Can we do that? Like, I would like to see a nine a nine game winning streak. We got the Pels up next, you know. We got the Atlanta Hawks who are kind of trending up a little bit, but I, I would like a little nine game cushion. And I know I sound crazy and it's optimistic because this is the first time we've even gone five straight since 2014. But you know, I'm just being optimistic. Am I, am I being crazy, Swin? I'm being crazy. I know I'm being crazy, but I'm gonna let you, I'll just let you tell it. <laughs> I I was actually looking at the schedule yesterday. Uh, I think I read uh, Macri's like his newsletter or whatever. Um, I was reading that in the morning, and then I was just kind of like looking through the schedule. And I thought like the next six games were pretty important. So it was like it was or five games, I guess, at the time. So it was mm-hmm. Dallas, um, New Orleans, then Charlotte, Atlanta, right. And I forget. I think, and then I think we, and then I think we play like the Raptors. Uh, I think. I think it's the Raptors. Yeah, Toronto, Toronto, and then we get Phoenix. So I felt like looking at the schedule, you know, with that. I mean, it included Dallas, obviously. Um, I was thinking like 
there was a chance to go four and one. Um, but like I would take three and two. But Me like too. you you banked the Dallas game. The Pelicans had a terrible loss yesterday. I mean, they yeah. they've had I mean their loss against us was like I don't think it was terrible, but they didn't it felt like we were just a better team than them yeah. throughout that game. Um but their loss yesterday was awful. Yeah, like, they're gonna they, be pissed. They're gonna be pissed. I was <laughs> so I was like I was uh you know, I was watching that a little bit before um, our game and they had um, they got to, they went to overtime. They went to over the Wizards hit three threes in regulation, three threes in regulation. They took them to overtime. Um, I have no clue how that happened. I can't tell you I watched most of that game. I definitely didn't watch most of that game. I can tell you that. Um, so looking at that i was just like okay let, let's the knicks take care of business take care of that game on sunday and then it's the back-to-back charlotte is struggling they're beat up uh lamello's out right Hayward's out monk might be out for that game i, I think they might have other injuries too i want to say Devontae graham has been beat up too uh so we'll see but rogier, like they got yeah. all this sh- yeah, they got a lot of shit going on yeah rogier um and then you get atlanta who has been Kind of hot, pretty yeah. hot. Juggernaut, he's a juggernaut, um, and they're probably pissed at us too because we beat them like yeah, every single yeah, yeah. time. So that's so, the game I got circled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the good thing too, though, is that with Atlanta, even if you lose that, you still have the season series on them. But mm-hmm. like, if you win that, I mean, you're in really good shape. I think Atlanta's schedule toughens up here too. Um, so I just think like those three games, if you can bank those when you go into Toronto, like you have to, I think they have to win three of the next four. Um, yeah me too and they have a really good chance of winning all four like they they really should be beating at least they should really be beating at least three of those teams i agree for sure like new orleans toronto this year and uh charlotte like in their current condition yes those are three teams they're they're better than quite frankly um and without burks damn it (laughs) without burks without burks um but like they, they they should be winning those games and like i mean i guess the crazy thing with last night too is they i mean randall obviously went off rj had a really good game i wouldn't say rose went off but he had a solid game no he, he had, had a like solid game yeah. yeah a solid game 15 and 5 but like they didn't really get much other than that like i don't know what the hell elf had he probably had like eight of the stupidest points ever yeah yeah um, yeah he, I can get to that. Quickly, quickly had he made one three. He was one for three. He didn't really have it going. And uh, you know, Frank had four points. Like I'm trying to think. I don't think Obi scored. I think no, Taj he didn't score. Had, yeah, he came with he came with the donut. Bruh. Yeah, Obi didn't get anything. <laughs> I think I think Taj had like four. I, I want to say he had four. Um Yeah, I could bring and, up the stat sheet. That's that's not a problem. And then and Nerlens had what I think six. So like it just wasn't a whole lot they got out of all those other guys. But I, I I just bring that up because like, yeah, I mean, without Burks, obviously it's a big hurt. But like, I think that they're, you know, I don't know how much losing Burks hurts them, not because he's not good, but more like I think they have enough guys that can step up. Like, I, I yeah. think well, I'm I'm hoping quickly uh, gets get some. It's kind of been weird how they've been using him lately. Like he hasn't really been on the ball much. And I, yeah. I think need to get him more and country. people call me crazy when I said. He's going to be taking off the ball, and I thought it was going to be and because Rose is here, and lo and behold, I got all the JLS hate that I got a month ago, two months ago, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> well, I mean, like, they, I don't mind him playing more off ball. I actually like it because I think that, like, he can do both, which is valuable. But, like, he's not getting, I mean, he, like, the it's been really noticeable the last couple of weeks where, like, yeah, he's just not touching the ball much. Yeah, shooting all. guard, small forward role almost. Yeah, like, he, he's literally, yeah. he's playing like an off guard. I mean, he's getting less on ball reps than Burks is. So, like, I don't know what that's about. I, I mean, I, I have an idea of what it's about. Um, I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I mean, we all know what it's about. It's that whole like hierarchy of how fucking shit works. Um, but you know, whatever. I, I'm not gonna freak out about it because like me neither. Ultimately, ultimately, I, I think he's still getting minutes in the court. I think Tibbs. I think Tibbs does value him. I don't think it's like a question of he doesn't value what he brings. Yeah, absolutely. He's just trying to like. I, you're never gonna get. Yeah. You're not gonna hit a. You're not gonna bat, bat a thousand, right? Like yeah, he's not he, gonna hit. Yeah, he's just trying to win games at this point, man. He's, he, he's yeah, and really I, and I, <laughs> and and I think even within trying to win games, like, look, it's annoying. Like, I wish Obi got some more minutes sometimes, but like, he's still giving those guys minutes. It might not be as much as we want. It might not be for as long as we want, but they're still in the rotation. I think RJ is playing a shit ton. That's fine. Like, good. That's good. Randall is playing a ton, which is fine because like he's i mean those two are basically our two most important players at this point um and like as much as development needs to happen i think that you kind of have to live with that if like if you told me before the season if you told most Knicks fans before the season you know what nothing else is going to be positive but julius randall is going to develop into an all nba player and nba caliber player and rj barrett is going to take the leap that he's made you so take far. that to the yeah you take you take bank that you bank that for, for yeah. sure and if uh, along the way you were like yeah quickly he's gonna have some really nice flashes and and mitch when he's healthy will have some really nice flashes you would have been like all right yeah yeah, i'll take that you know like you'd been happy with that so yeah. um and also if you were like yeah also you're gonna be 30 and 27 after 57 games oh, i think oh, oh, yeah, like, i'm taking that <laughs> i, I would have been like yo Pass that shit right here. P- pass that, yo, yo, <laughs> facts, facts, yo. And s- salute to the chat. I mean, we acknowledge the chat real quick, and then really getting deep dive into this game. Shout out to Drip Moore. Shout out to Joshua Rivera. Um, shout out to Gregory Castillo was here early. Sorry for being late, guys. Computers do, man. You can plan and plan and come, but computers do what they want to do sometimes. That just is what it is. But shout out to everybody rocking the KOT show. Um, as always, you know, you guys know that we are doing um. We have a Discord link right now. If you, you hit the Discord link, if you want to chat with us live, have a question, comment about last night's game, or just some Nick stuff in general, hit that Discord link. Uh, and Fritz will walk you through it on the back end, and I'll walk you through it on, on live if you have any problems. But um, come chat with us. Talk to us. Talk Nick's with us, all right? Now, I'll say this, right? <clears throat> Alec Burks. For me, for me, Swin, I was shook when we lost Alec Burks. I'm not going to lie, because he's been our closer oh, yeah. for the last few games. And when you're looking at all right, you're looking at our you're looking at the team, you're like, all right, where are these extra points coming from? And you're going down the line, you're like, all right, I'm thinking it's gonna be quickly, maybe, because he, he can get hot when he wants to. But it turns out all we needed yesterday was just more Randall, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he was he was on some he was on one. I mean, he was that was just spectacular. Um I I don't really know. Like that's the best individual Knicks performance since I don't know, like Carmelo dropping 62 or whatever it was. I mean, in the context of like 
the season and the game, I would say it was better than that. Not not to diminish. I mean, you score sixty two points, three quarters. Uh, you you did a, you did plenty right, you did but it okay. was like, yeah. I mean, it was it was a blowout. You know, like they were just waxing the, no, the exactly. Bobcats not, at the time. Yeah, these are meaningful points with the game in the balance. Like this, this, yeah. this game yeah. had like how many? I think like eighteen lead. A lead changes or something something crazy to that night yeah it was it was it was like pretty even from i want to say like midway through the second quarter totally changes mm-hmm. through the end of the third and then um i think what the knicks were up like four or three or four at the end of three and then like that's the start of the fourth quarter carlisle does this thing where i think he was trying to like he was just trying to buy some minutes so that he could close with luca and porzingis together right but like, and and because Tibbs, I mean, because Tibbs was just like RJ, you get to play the whole game today. Sorry, um, <laughs> I'm with it though. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, so he had the like, key just feasted on that line. They they were guarding him with JJ Reddick, which was a joke. Yep. Um, and he just posted him up and he bodied him a few times. And then Rose is getting where he wanted. Uh, Frank came in. He hit a pretty pretty big three that like pushed it out to a double digit lead. I want to say, uh, it was just like that stretch really key for us, but. Uh, I mean, the Randall thing, like every time they needed a bucket, uh, you know, like it's been all year, he was able to deliver and it wasn't just the scoring yesterday. Like he also had a really nice kick out to RJ at the, mm-hmm. end of, uh, the first half for a three. Like he he was playing within himself to a, to a certain extent, as much as you can when you're Absolutely. still scoring 44 points or whatever the hell it was that he ended up with. Yeah, um, I think that's the part that impressed me too. That's the part that impressed me because usually what happens when you watch Randall, right? Is he'll st- like right now he starts off hot, right? And you're like, all right, cool, he's starting off hot. But at some point, you know, the cool off part is coming. And when the cool off part comes, he starts missing the shots or he starts doing the turnovers. And then um, you're kind of left wondering, all right, wh- who else is going to carry the offense? That part, for the most part, it came, but it came in like really, really small increments. It was like, really like five to seven percent of the game of that and then mostly him being really efficient especially in that third quarter the third quarter because usually you know what the knicks do the knicks do the third quarter of doom thing um and he just it kept like pouring it. it on and i'm just like this is this can't keep up but it just kept going it was just like a faucet that just kept gushing out water yeah i mean it was uh like they actually were even mentioning it on the broadcast because the Knicks were like pretty cold to start the third quarter and they fell down by four. And I think like Mark Jones was talking to, uh, you know, uh, number one Knicks fan, Richard Jefferson. Oh and, my uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, he's like, how can the Knicks get back to like what they were doing in the first half? And literally as he said it, um, like, like no joke, literally as he said it, Randall canned a three and they were just like, I oh, guess like, like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. but yeah, I mean, it was, but it was like, it was like every time they needed a bucket, he got it. And I think what was like, you know, just to go back to like, you know, like you can't just look like, this is why like stats are obviously like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm into stats. I think they're obviously very important. They tell you plenty, but they don't tell you everything. And like, it's kind of like, like when you compare, this performance right just to like you know like i mentioned that carmelo 62 point game um uh, like that game again it was against the bobcats the knicks were just wiping them right. out right he was just, he was just the game. Fame stats at this yeah, point. yeah and it was it was it was great it was amazing performance nothing like i'm not trying to take away anything from that um but like 
that like you can't like when you look at a game like yesterday where you're playing a really like Dallas has I think uh, I want to say uh, when I was reading Macri's newsletter or maybe it was his post game I don't know what it was uh but they had like I think they have the sixth best net rating in the league mm. since the all-star break. Like they've been playing at a really high level. Luca has been right. falling. I mean, he had a good game last night too. They just made him a more of a passer than a scorer. Yeah. Um, but like, like they've been playing really well and like to go to their place and yeah. you look at the last quarter. I mean, once the Knicks got up, I don't think the lead ever got under six. No. And, and it was just, they just kept them, you know, it was like, you know, it's like it was like watching like it's like Mayweather, right? You just have to watch twelve rounds. Of yeah, him, like, it was just don't fucking game jabbing the guy, just <laughs> jabbing the guy, and you're like, so it's it's just really not going to be a fight, actually. Um, and that's what that fourth quarter felt like, where it was like every single time the Mavs made a little bit of a run or cut it to seven, cut it to six, Julius would make a shot or RJ would make a three or he would post. It was just like every single time they yeah, made a bucket, yeah. somebody stepped up and made a bucket or they got it. Or they'd get a stop, now, right? like like Nerlens Noel. That, mm, that 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 block was crazy. That block was um, insane. <laughs> I I thought like when when I saw Nerlens go up for the block, I was like, I think he's too late. Like I, in my head, I'm like, he's too late. Like that's that's going to be a flush. And when he didn't flush it, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> that was uh, oh. and you can tell like fin- when when they showed Finney Smith, like he was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, and no, I was, I was, that was great. But yo, to me, when we talk about the fourth quarter, this sequence nailed it to me, man. This sequence right here is like first. All right, they were clearing out first. The Nernes Noel shoots sixty-seven percent from the free throw line. Right, he goes out for a dunk, um, and you, you kind of disappeared, Sweeney. <laughs> he goes oh, up no, for I'm a dunk. Here. He goes up for a dunk, and um, he gets fouled, and I'm like, holy crap. He's going. He, he's getting fouled, and and um, he can two free throws in a row, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, this this is it. This is what we do right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I I tweeted about it uh, today this morning, but like, if you go back and watch that sequence, so like Nerlens, he gets that foul right before, which they reviewed. I don't actually. They never explained what they were reviewing. I thought, I thought they might have been reviewing something on Porzingis because. Oh yeah. Because Nerlens, Nerlens for sure fouled him, no he question. He did, he did. But then, like, they, the replay sucked. They didn't really show what happened after. But if you look at what happened, like, Nerlens ends up on the ground, like, basically holding his balls. Um, mm. And I'm like, you know, I'm just thinking maybe, like, KP swung his elbow, whatever it was. I, it I sounded like, like some snake maybe, stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounded something. But, like, anyway, he was clearly upset about it. And he was just like, they come out of the, that review and – KP shooting the free throws and like, you know, the ESPN broadcast, they zoom in on KP and he's got this little fucking smile on his bullshit ass face. Um, and, <laughs> and then, and then, and then they like, and then you can see Nerlens is still pissed. Like he's still talking to the refs. He's still talking to them. And then they, and then you see Julius like, like two or three times go over to him and he's like, yo, Nerlens, like, like calm down, which is interesting. Yeah, he's like, That's like, like the, co- like, the pot like, calling the kettle. But <laughs> yeah, but he, but he was like, but he was like, right. He was just like, dude, I think he, he was like, look, we need you. Like, come on. Like, this is like a game right now. Like, we, yeah, yeah, nah, it's not right. like if we're not down 20. We're not up 20. Like we need you here. Uh, but then like they get that baseline out of bounds, I think on the next possession down. And that's when uh, Bullock, he gets the ball like in the lane, but he's kind of bottled up 
and he just throws it out to Nerlens. Yeah, and like you said, Nerlens is like, I've never seen him attack the rim like that. Me like, neither. He, <laughs> yo, he just he went for it, and I was like, holy crap! Like, um, and I actually think it was funny because it was Porzingis and Richardson were there. I actually think Porzingis would have had the block clean, but like Richardson reached in and grabbed his arm. So, mm. uh, I mean, yeah, he gets to the line and yeah, the two free throws, like, you know, he, he's actually been a pretty decent free throw shooter. So I wasn't like super surprised that it worked, but I was kind of surprised he had two in a row. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was, I all, I, like that didn't like when he went to the line, I was just like, just hit one. Just yeah. Hit one. Just hit like, one. What, yeah. Just hit one. Just and hit I'm good. One. Like we're, we're back up like eight or whatever that was. I was like, that's fine. Um, and yeah, I mean, like from then on, I, I felt like the game was pretty much under control, uh, especially when RJ made that baseline shot uh, that put us up nine with like a minute 15 left. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. the Knicks. So they had to like, for some reason, the last minute, like neither RJ nor Randall could, they agreed that they would only make one of uh, every two free throws that they attempted. <laughs> so like it ended up being an annoying like 30 second period where the Mavs were fake like trying to come back even right kind of knew the game was over um but yeah it was it yeah. was but, but, it was relatively comfortable end of the game no it was it's like you saw that shot you had uh, the turnaround clear out when sh- the turnaround clear out shot by randall was was good yeah well. that was pretty nasty <laughs> but and then it was like i was like all right cool we, we we're going to go away with that win um and I, I'm ecstatic, man. I'm just, I'm just, I, I just, it's probably, uh, this is the happiest I've been. And we about, I like that. That's like the moment I'm like, okay, we're, 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 we're going to, we're going to be in the playoffs. Like this is. Well, it's, it's like kind of interesting if you think about it, because so the Knicks had lost, they had, they had gone 25 and 27 and there were like some really, what I thought were bad losses. Like I, the Minnesota loss was bad. That was bad. Um, that was really bad. I thought, I actually thought the Boston loss was bad. Like at that point, I know Boston's ran off some wins here, mm-hmm. but like at that point, I, now I, I wanted that. I expected thought, that win. I expected that one. For I, sure. I, I didn't, I thought it was just a bad loss. Like they, I mean, RJ was the only guy that had it going. I thought Julius, like, look, he's been amazing this entire season. I'm not uh, criticizing him yeah. overall, but he, I thought he, I thought he took too many shots. Like he, he overdid it. And I thought, I thought Tibbs, had some real questionable substitution patterns, let's call them during that game. Mm. Um, and I just, I just thought we, we gave that one away uh, and, and we shouldn't have, but uh, they bounced back and they, they really like gotten back into the race where it looked like they might fall out. And I mentioned this on our podcast um, maybe a week or two ago, but one thing I always remembered uh, and this is like going back when Phil was, uh, you know, the, the president of basketball operations. Oh, at the, Lord. At the end of, I think, <laughs> Sorry, the, Lord. At, at the end, <laughs> I think, of his second seasons, that was the season they, like, had, you know, Lopez and Aflalo and that, those guys. Um, he mentioned something about how, like, because that team, like, people forget, they were actually 22 and 22. No, we, um, the, the only reason we, he, when, when Carmelo got injured, yeah, tripping over the ref, that's when things went awry. That's <laughs> yeah. And, and so like they, they were 22 and 22. And anyway, like th- that season got away from them. They ended up finishing 32 and 50. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but one the reason I bring that up is one thing Phil mentioned was he was like, he mentioned how he thought that at a certain point in the season, like things get hard and you need 
guys to like kind of power through that and mm. stick with the program. I, I don't remember. I, I don't right. remember exactly how he put it, but it was like, you know, basically it was like you got you can't let go of the rope. And Derek Fisher kind of said the same thing, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and it happens. And and I think like they were at that point, like they they could have let go of the rope, and it right. felt like they might be letting go of the rope because it wasn't just that they were losing games; they lost some like yeah. brutal games. Like the way they lost some of these games was just brutal, right? Like that Philly loss, the Brooklyn loss, yeah. the Minnesota loss. Like they're just some brutal last minute, last second type losses that kill you. Yeah, that could have killed. Um, that, that probably that might have murdered any team, man. Any team who's kind of weak minded and weak willed, it, it, it kind of it would have murdered any team. But I, I do feel like this team has a resiliency that not a lot of teams have, and it, it's it's a combination of Tom and and Randall, man. I, I think I think both of those guys' personalities are taking over this team. It's probably not. Yep. No, I, I think uh, I think Julius is like. <laughs> And I don't know where that vibe is. Put him in the friend zone with that block. <laughs> the friend zone. <laughs> oh, there we go. But yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, I think, I don't know if it's intent. I, I don't know what it is exactly, but I definitely think in the last three or four games, Julius has been like noticeably. I mean, obviously, we know that he's on this scoring binge right now, but right. Um, I think it's he's taking it personally. Yeah, I mean, his attitude. His attitude is like very different. He seems like very much focused. Like he's going into these games almost with the approach of like, I am the best player yep. on the court. Yep. Like, like he at no point last night did I feel like he it just felt like he was doing exactly what he knew he could do. It wasn't like, oh, can I do this? It was like, no, yeah, I can yeah. do this. I'm and in I the am gym. doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm in yeah, the gym. And, I do it all day. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And and RJ had a key struggle the last couple of games before this, right? Um, but he had a, he came back strong. And like, I think there's a resiliency to the team. I think they have guys that like, and you know, just as far as like not letting go of the rope, like you know, I was actually listening to uh, Macri's podcast this morning that he did with that guy from Dallas, Baxic, Mike Baxic. I think Mike, Mets fans apparently should know him. Apparently, he's a pitcher for the Mets, um, mm-hmm. but. He uh, he was mentioning how like he thinks uh, their guy like you know he he was just talking about how like Dallas like the bubble was cool like they had their little bubble run last year and they made the playoffs but he's like we didn't really go through like a full season like they don't have that ex- like they don't they don't have a lot of guys in that team that have that experience right. um, like it's a pretty weird team in the sense that like even though it's not super young. Um, a lot of those guys on that experience, so like maybe somebody like JJ Reddick helps them in that sense. Right, but right. He was talking about like this idea that like, you know, it's a long season. You need guys that have that experience and can kind of like get you. Yeah, over the hump mentally. You, yeah. Mentally, you- mentally and just and let these guys know like like it's not okay to feel good about like, well, we got through fifty games and we were good, but right. like, you know, we it's like no, like that's not acceptable. Like we have to keep going. And, um, you know, he was mentioning how, like, he thinks that's something that Chris Paul has brought to the Suns because, like, obviously Booker and Aiden, these guys have just been fucking losing 70 games at a time or whatever the hell, right? Like, it's like 50 right, right. season. Yeah. So, yeah. All this. That's, that's yeah. why and, I said he's, he's on the vets, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and Paul is there now, and they're, like, in the second seed. And as soon as they lose a game, he's probably like, no, guys, like, 
we're in the Western Conference. You start losing games, like it's a wrap. Yeah, the, the it's, it's the like, title here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give so, us, give uh, us Cade. Think, yeah, give us Cade. Right. <laughs> and I, I, and I, I think like for the Knicks, it's it's interesting because like like you, I mean, you see it, right? Like they were the eighth seed, or maybe even I think they were the eighth seed when they were twenty five and twenty seven, and you win, you know, five in a row, and all of a sudden now we are the sixth seed. And we're right. only a half game back of Boston and yeah, Atlanta. It's a different story. So, yeah. so like, if you can just string together, like, you know, if you can win eight of ten, if you can win, you know, if you can go on these runs, yeah, you, you just can, need a cushion. You can really, yeah, you can get a cushion. You can solidify. And like, you know, the reason last night's game was so big, I thought, and I don't, I, I'm like, yo, I'm like crazy superstitious during games. Like, I. Uh, I'm like, I'm like mad superstitious. I'm games, not so superstitious I didn't at all. I work, I will, I, I just step on cracks. I go on ladders and tap dance. Like, I do, I'm all, not I do super- it all. But I am superstitious during games. Okay. Uh, but I was like, I didn't want to tweet anything, but I was like, because Miami lost, like they they had lost to Minnesota somewhere like during like the second quarter of our game or something that was official. Right. Um, I didn't want to tweet it or anything, but I was just like, I was like, yo, man, the Knicks get this win. Like, yeah. know, they're 30 and 27. Miami's 28 and 28. Like, that's a nice little cushion. That's you got a nice there. cushion. Yeah. And people be yeah. telling me, I tweet all sorts of stuff, and people would always tell me, Jay Ellis, don't jinx it. I don't care. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all. Yo, hold on. Before you continue, salute to the chat, man. I see some people kind of walking in, some regular shout Shout out to my fake cousin, Winston Ellis. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Fritz. Shout out to the preacher man, Jay Boogie. Uh, shout out to Craig Williams as well. He says a twenty dollars super chat. Shout out to you, Craig. He says shout out to Jay Ellis and all the mods and everyone in the chat. I'm at work right now. Okay, you sneak watching. I feel you over there, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> he says I'm at work right now, so I stay for a long. But just want to show some love. Great win last night, and hope this team can keep this win streak going. Hashtag all seventy two. Shout out to you, man, Craig Williams. Big support. Been been rocking with the program for for a long time. Like twenty iterations of of the KOT show. Him, Cody. There's been a lot of like old heads who've been rocking with us for like three or four <laughs> years. But shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to you. And shout out to Fritz. Also, as, as well, if you do want to talk to us on the, on the chat, you always know, know what to do. There is a pin chat. At the t- this is a pinned. I'm sorry, pin chat. There's a pinned link at the top of the chat that connects you to the Discord where you can come and talk to us live. If you want to talk to us live, you can do that right now. All right. And you'll have Fritz talking to it. And I can I can also talk and do it as well, easy and simple. I got you, all right? Um, you know what else? What I want to talk about? I had a personal glee, um, watching the game yesterday because the second quarter, right? The second quarter happened. We were up, and the coach was like, "You know what? I'm going to rest Luca. I'm resting Luca, and I'm gonna leave KP out to run the team." And then we come oh out with God. RJ and D Rose, and we start waxing them, right? Wax on, wax on, wax. <laughs> Yo, know, and, and the, the thing too with that is, I don't know. Like, I have no, cl- I have no intel on this. I'm not. I have not seen much reported. Um, I know when Rose was in New York, I we all know that like him and KP were not super great besties Mm -hmm. um and and to be fair like rose wasn't like he was he was trying to like you know i I don't think he had kind of accepted what he is yet you know like he he was still trying to be derrick rose right yeah he's still trying to be like mvp rose um so i don't i'll just say like he was i mean they were just putting 
Porzingis in pick and roll, and Rose was going at him. Yeah. And I thought, like, I don't want to say it was personal, but it definitely felt like <laughs> it definitely felt like like he wanted to let him know, like, one, I still got it, and two, you don't. Um, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that i thought that was really nice i thought there were a lot of fun things about last night's game like even aside from that stuff like like i don't i don't care like like julius Randle can score six hundred thousand points you know i love him he's great rj barrett i have been standing for him for this entire season yeah but like i will tell you as a fact frank's four points uh, meant way more to me than anything else. Oh. Ever <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, <laughs> I gotta do. <laughs> oh man, the Frank Hive hates when I talk about Frank. I mean, this is no, 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 no. Frank Hive loves this. People love when I talk about Frank, but this is other people who, when I don't mention him at all, and I just mention other point guards, they just see, they just get pissed. <laughs> no, I mean, I see the thing is like I, I've like I have not really, I haven't really been mentioning him much. Um, like at all lately like i i think it's i think there have definitely been situations of late where he should have gotten minutes right um but like i get it uh i, I don't think it's worth like bitching about constantly um no, and there are people point. that do that in my mentions all the time and i'm mm-hmm. just like i don't know what to tell you man like right. I, they're a good team right now and i don't really know exactly um, <laughs> but but like i i do think that he's like like i i just i get a little annoyed when people are like he's not an NBA player. Like he's trash. And I'm just like, you know, I think we've seen it like guys that can do what he can do defensively. Like, you know, like, and this idea, like we haven't seen it and he's got to prove like guys, like you can criticize the offense and all that shit if you want, but anybody that's still like, well, he's not really that good on defense. It's like, just say you hate him. Just say it. Just say it. And then we can move on. But like, no, I was, I was happy for him. I thought, I thought he, like he didn't play much of what he played like four or five minutes, but he, he came in, knocked down a triple. Um, I liked it too. Cause he, he gave the guy a little pump. He, he gave Hardaway. He gave Hardaway the blow by, mm-hmm. uh, or not the blow by. Like he got him up in the air and then he took a little sidestep and he canned a three. Yeah. That's something he, else that wasn't in his bag last year. The little, the pump. Yeah. And, and, then, and then, yeah. Yeah. And then he, he got like a little of a late clock. Uh, he got the ball back. He had, white pile on him took it to the lane and he got fouled and he's i mean he only split the free throws but um those were like those were good plays and and i think the big thing to notice was uh he brought him in because hardaway burned them in the first half like yeah he had, what 16 or something i don't remember what it was yeah it was he like burned them. And, mm-hmm. it was like the it was and, like fast break points from hardaway quick threes from hardaway in that that first half yeah. you needed somebody and, and, to cool them off for sure yeah and they and frank came in and like I think Hardaway took one shot. He missed it, and and that was it. Like he didn't do anything uh, when once they put Frank on him. And I actually think it got to the point where like so like they put Frank, and then he didn't close the game. He came out after that Hardaway. Like I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't on the floor at the end. If he was, it was like when they really needed. I definitely didn't end. see him, which I thought it was was odd. Yeah, but like I think like I think like basically Tibbs got him off the floor with frank and like i don't care what the value of that is i don't know what the value of it is exactly but that is something of value and like i just think like if he's situ- like i don't mind if tibbs is, like tibbs has kept saying like situational situational i agree like that's fine but then you got to use him in those situations and so right. i was just happy that yesterday was a situation where it made sense to play him over quickly because if you were going to play rj barrett 
48 minutes basically and you weren't going to rest randall that much um like you you could afford to lose a little bit of offense to gain a little bit of defense with frank and and that trade-off works so um you know kudos to tibbs like yeah, I, I have. I still have. I have issues to, with some of his coaching decisions and stuff, which oh, we all I think do. everybody does. Yeah, but like, I, I think, yeah, I think overall he's been great. And and yesterday, like he he out coached Carlisle last night. Yeah, man, he did. Like, I do. I like how he picked his spots. He he. I feel like he picked it, the the game plan on Luka Doncic. Well, first of all, shout out to Reggie Bullock. Did a really job. Even Alfred Payton in spots and RJ, they, they kind of did a great job of limiting Luka Doncic to kind of step back threes. They decided to double him every time he touched the ball. Um, I mean, going to the to the hole. I feel like the third the the third quarter is the only time where they actually just kind of just let him not be doubled at the three point line, and that's the quarter he went off. And and then um, and then Tips like, no, no, I'm not having any more of that, and he decided to double him after that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the yeah, game no. the game plan on him was yeah. good all the all all the game. Go ahead, Winston. What are you about to say? No, like I think I think his game plan, his game plans in general. If you like, just kind of look at what they've done mm-hmm. for the most part, they do a really good job on. He switched off the other swing, teams. The other team's star. Okay. What's up? On that line. Okay, you're back. Uh, yeah, uh, like I think they do a good job on the other team's stars usually. Yeah. Um, like they they usually force them to make plays or or play out of their comfort zone or get them to like have to defer to others. Like Luca had his career high yesterday in assists. He had 19 assists, and he had a good game. But like you look at the rest of that team. Yeah. The option is like let Luca go off or force other guys to make shots i'm making i'm gonna force other guys to make shots and i'll live with it um and that's what they did and like yeah he had a great stat line i think he ended up having like 22 and 19 i don't know how many rebounds or whatever the hell um shout out for my fantasy team luca killing it this year um, <laughs> oh, but, well to, the, to your fantasy team that's for you yeah right. i got rj too so we're good okay there you um, go. double dip all right yeah so and Rose, I got Rose too. So oh wow, you did, um, you, did a, you did well for yourself, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Rose in the waiver wire too. Um, but oh, like, nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I just thought, I, I just think in general they do a good job against other team stars. Like, I mean, yeah, they've had games where they haven't, but like, you yeah. know, I think broadly they they do a pretty good job, and there's a reason why they're what the top. Yeah, they 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 force the other people. Yeah. Yep. They forced other people to make play. That's really what it is. And you look at the three point the three point shooting tells a lot a lot of the story. We shot pretty good from three at fifty percent. Um they were on a thirty-three percent. And you look at the numbers, it's like, all right, cool. We got Finney Smith got three for six. That's cool. But we got Kieber's two for five, Porzingis the snake two for eight. <laughs> um even Man, Luka Doncic two for nine. So the step back three wasn't happening for him today. Two for six for Hardaway after Frank came and put the clamps on him. Oh for two for Brunson who killed us before. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think like like the Finney Smith threes they they were just giving them to him. Like they literally yeah. were not. They were like just especially when just keep doing especially it. when he was fr- at the top of the key. Mm-hmm. They at the, from the corners they would try to run him off, but from the top of the key they had yeah. no interest. They were like, no, nah, you can it. shoot that all day. You can shoot it all day. Um, and I ultimately think that's that's what you have to do against this team because Luca is that good. But like, 
you know, you mentioned Porzingis two for eight. I thought he was terrible last night. And, and like, I really don't know. He's been terrible every time he's played us, dude. I, I Actually, was, yesterday was the best the best game he's had against us. To me, I, I was talking. I mentioned this in our uh, in our Strickland Slack last night, but like, I mean, how he's basically playing like tall Rashard Lewis on offense right now. Like, what is he doing? He doesn't do anything. He just no. stands out on the three point line and. Luca kicks it to him or somebody kicks it to him and either shoots a three or he tries to like attack the closeout and he takes some stupid mid-range jumper. Like he could not, there was actually a hilarious moment in the fourth quarter last night. Alfred inbounds, RJ got switched on to KP. They post KP and Randall came over to double mm. and he like ended up committing a foul. And if you watch, if you go back. Yes, I know what you're talking about. RJ was like, yo, I had it, dog. And they were both laughing about it. Yes. Both, like literally on the court Yo. laughing about it. And that's like, like that's what, and like they were talking about on the broadcast last night. They were like, they acted like this was a, a recent thing. Mark Jones no. kept like, no. oh, what, what, what do you think it's about this recent Knicks. development where they're, where they're, they're defending Porzingis with a guard or a wing? And I'm like, that ain't recent, dude. Nope. Like that's, the, the Celtics did that shit. They did that shit yep. to him in a national TV game. And it was embarrassing. Like he couldn't post up Marcus Smart. He couldn't post up Jalen Brown. He couldn't post up Jason Tatum. He can't post. He can't post. He is man. not. He he can't. His entire value on offense is the fact that he is a legitimate stretch five. Exactly. And that has value. Who can block shots? Like, that's at points. Yeah, yeah. But like even on defense, like I thought it was embarrassing on defense yesterday. Yeah. He pick Randall and roll the was, death. Yeah. And not just that. Randall was destroying Kleber and. Anybody, Finney Smith, whoever the hell is they throw on him. Not once, not once in the third quarter, fourth quarter, crunch time, not once did KP take the challenge. He didn't take the challenge, and that's embarrassing. Like, yeah. you're the star big man of the Dallas Mavericks, allegedly. You are playing against your former team, against ostensibly the guy who is effectively, he's replacing you, right? right. Like Julius Randle right. is you, replacing and you. And still not motivated. <laughs> And you you don't want to take that challenge. Like, that's like, do I think that he would have shut down Julius Randle? No, I don't. I think Randle was just that good last night. And I think in general, like he has a quickness and strength mismatch on 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 Chris Apps. Even going back, even going back to when he was on the Lakers and Chris Apps was on the Knicks. Like, I remember him routinely giving Chris Apps problems. Facts. And like the 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 point being is just like I, I like to me, if you're a star, there are times where you got to take the challenge. And but he's not a star. Especially Luka's a star. He's, he's right, not right, even but, a one B at this. I mean, the, but, the, the, but the, he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah Malice. Chat, him, yeah, Malice. I'm sorry, Mavericks fans are talking about trading him, and everybody. we'll get to that. But like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, he thinks of himself anyway as a star, right? There's no question about like that. He believes in his head. He's a star. He's as big a star as Luca. Right in his head, he believes this. So, if you think of yourself like that, and he's mentioned before, he's literally said on the record before he wants to win a, a defensive player of the year. Okay, he, he think like he wants, he thinks he's that caliber of a defender. If you think you're that caliber of a defender, then like last night, you had every chance to prove it. Okay, right. and he didn't. He didn't want it, and and I think that says something about him, and it says something about his mentality. And like you compare that to Julius, who. Like, let's be honest, you know, as much as we'll shit on Kristaps, he obviously has a higher defensive impact than somebody like Julius Randle does right, overall. But at the same but, time. Yeah, go ahead. Now, at the same time, though, 
Julius. Here's the thing about blocks versus defense, positional defense. Julius is just built better. To well, he he to, takes the challenge. He right. takes challenges. Like like now, when they played Sabonis the second time they played the, the second and third time they played him this year when they won those two games. I mean, you could tell like that was a personal thing for him. Like he was not, yo, he was just not. It was not Trush, happening. True like, win, but also just just on a on a pure athleticism scale, right? Yeah. Yes, KP is seven feet. Yes. He can jump out the sky and touch the top of bad boy, probably like yeah, all that. Yes, no, but he can't. He can't jump. I, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious, but right. All he's, I'm saying he's got is, Billy, he's got right, Billy Oil hops. Man. Right. What, what, what I'm saying really is okay. Did you see the play where Luca when when um Randall got switched onto? I think it was I think it was Luca or a guard. Yeah, yeah, he locked him up, and he yeah, locked him he up. He does this all the time. Yeah, he, he does, does this all the time. time. There's no way like, KP doesn't have the lateral quickness. No, no, no. So, to do I, I'm anything not, I'm not, of that nature. So even though he has the blocks. And he can do oh, the help defense of pretty blocks. Randall can lock you up one on one. He 100%. has the speed to, to to actually be more more um, versatile defensively than Pristops, even though Pristops gives you more blocks, which kind of makes low key makes Randall more valuable. No, I, I think he. I mean, he is more valuable. Um, I mean, on the defensive end, like, I mean, on the defensive I end. Think, oh, I think I think it's just like what. The, Randall has to do so much on offense that like you can't expect him to play defense like that right. all the time, right? And that's fine. Like that's just that's how exactly that's the stars know, do. That's they, how that's yeah. how it works. Like that's just how it works. Yeah. Unless you're like a psycho like Michael yeah. Jordan. This is not realistic. Um, but like what I'm what I I just think like if you if Kristaps is the second star in Dallas, right? He has to be able to take on a defensive challenge. Like like for example, if if we saw if we sign like I'm trying to think if we sign like Kyle Lowry this offseason, right? Right. I promise you, if some guard is torching us, Kyle Lowry is like, no, no, no yeah, yeah, Kyle Lowry is not built like a, a, a softy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I'm just saying, like, he would he would take it like no, give like even if it was like a bigger wing, like 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 Butler roasted us this year, right? Let's mm-hmm. say Butler's roasting us. I promise you, at some point in the game, Kyle Lowry is going to be like, all right, no, no, let me. Let me let me see what let me let me let me let try. Me give a shot. Yeah, let me try. Like, and that's all I'm saying is like you like you like even you Alfred Payton tries and takes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he does. Unfortunately, Alfred, sometimes. As, as much yeah. as we can get on Alfred Payton, he was like, "Let me take Kyrie." Bro. Oh my god, that was that was the worst, man. Um, but yeah, like I mean, look, the Kristaps thing is. I'm I'm so happy we traded him. I was oh I I never hated that trade. I thought it was a fine trade when they made it. Um, like once all the details came out, like, uh, like me too. too. I was in a minority. Yeah, they nice. dumped the contracts. I I think I still think like Kristaps has a ceiling of like he could be like a top 15, 20 guy. Um, but he's not healthy. It's not a sure thing. Not, he's not a sure. Yeah, thing. and he's not consistent and. He's getting paid a max contract, and like there's all these, and he's a diva, and he needs to get his touches, and he needs, right, you know, certain parts of the game where he has to have the offense run through him, but right. he sucks at having the offense run through him. Exactly. So like you have all these things with him, and I just like I'm happy he's their fucking problem now. I'm happy that that like I can't imagine him and RJ Barrett together. I honestly think like RJ Barrett would hate it, um, <laughs> and like I mean. It's a small thing, but like, like they've had all these problems in Dallas, right? Because Kristaps doesn't like being the number two to Luca, um, and 
one that's amazingly delusional about one's self worth. Oh, yeah, um, they say athletes are delusional anyway. That's what, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's how they. That's he's how a they, special they, breed. Yeah, he's a special. Uh, breed. Him or his brother is the question. Yes, yeah, it's both. Right. Uh, and <laughs> then, and the second thing is just like, and then you compare that to like RJ, just being willing to be like the number two to Julius or the number three at times when like. Rose has a cooking or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, and, and I just think like that mentality of like, like okay, everybody look like I hate this whole thing where like I hate when guys say they want to win and like I mean I don't, I don't hate it but like everybody in the NBA wants to win okay but like can you accept like do, do, do you want to win on your terms or do you want to win period yeah, like this, this, are you willing yeah, to sacrifice no yeah like are you willing to sacrifice parts of what you want for what will ideally help you win that comes and, later usually swin that's the thing with the nba players i feel like well that's why rj well that's why rj special that's why rj special he's able to do it in duke and he's able to do that right now but a lot of times these nba players man it takes them in, until like year eight nine ten where they're in their twilight years to go well, you know what maybe i, I should pass the ball <laughs> especially especially like a guy like Kristaps who views himself as a star. Like I, I said this about I'll, another player who I absolutely despise as anybody who follows me on Twitter or has ever listened to me on podcast knows is D'Angelo Russell. And I think mm. D'Angelo Russell is a player like this too, where like, do he, I don't actually think like, I want to be, I don't actually think D'Angelo Russell is a bad player. I think D'Angelo Russell though, he's not a star. He's not a star. He's a guy who should probably be like an awesome sixth man Yeah, or like a, fourth option or something like that like like yeah. a guy who's not being banked on to give you 25 yeah. and yeah. five every night or something yeah brooklyn um, really yeah brooklyn um did a good job making him look really good yeah well it's like it's like <laughs> it's it's one thing to be a star like and we'll see this with julius you know hopefully like i love julius he's been amazing this year we ultimately to win a championship we probably will need to either have rj develop into this type of guy or mm-hmm. acquire a better quote unquote a better player um than him and then we'll see how he adjusts to that. But like, there's a big difference between being the man on a four, five, six, seven seed uh, versus like being the man on a contender. And absolutely, yeah. And and can you like, let's say we acquired, I don't know, let's say Kawhi Leonard, they flame out in the playoffs, and Kawhi's yeah, like, you know what, I hate I'm LA. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm gonna come to New York. I'm going to the Knicks. Like, I would like to. Like, I'm not saying Julius won't. I actually, I actually suspect he will because he seems like, it seems like something in his head turned on this off season. Right. Um, but like, we'll see. Like, there's an adjustment that would need to be made where it's like, okay, like, Julius, thank yeah, you for being back. amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, thank you for for getting us to the point where Kawhi Leonard even wants to come here. But we have Kawhi Leonard now. Yeah, now, so... now share the ball. Or, you know, you hey, hey, Julius, you get in the corner. You see your corner yeah. three numbers? You get in the corner and let to yeah. Kawhi take the last shot, and he'll yeah. kick it out to you if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're the number two now. You're um, the number like, two. Yeah. No, those are the, and, like, look, the, the fact that we're even having this conversation is amazing. Um, I don't think I, – I, Nope. I can't think of one Knicks fan before this season. I don't care how no. much of a homer you are. Nope. I was like, nope. Oh yeah. Like we're going to be, you know, pushing for maybe home court in the playoffs. Nope. And Julius Randle is going to be doing whatever that, like, I mean, like it's, I can't even describe what he's doing other than to say like, 
whatever the hell he is doing because he's, he's, it's he's, just crazy. It's crazy. He's like, what, 23, yeah, 11, he's, Yeah, five. he's like Super Saiyan Blue right now. Julius Randle is like next level, man. Yeah, yeah, he, he's playing great. And yeah, I'm going to read you some Tommy Beer stats, man. Tommy Beer always hits you with the stats. Over the next last three games, Julius Randle is averaging 36.7 points while shooting over 50% from the floor and 50% from downtown and 80% from the free throw line. Oh. Come on, man. And during the NY's five-game winning streak, Randle is averaging 30.2 points, 9.2 boards, and 6.4 dimes. And three made trades. Randall's in another level, man. He's in another level. Yeah, he's just playing well. And I, I mean, look, I mean, the fun thing about this team, and I think like why Knicks fans should be. I know people were excited during the Mellow era. I was excited during the Mellow era. It's like the early parts of it. Um, this part is more exciting know. to me because it seems more sustainable. Yeah, like it's it's. I, I think this is a way better setup team for success um, because you have Randall. Obviously, you have RJ Barrett. Who's 20? Like, he's 20. He's in the second year of his rookie contract. Who knows how good he'll be? Right. Um, you have, like, you know, quickly, you have, like, Obi, like, he didn't play much last night. I know he didn't score. I actually thought he played pretty well in his minutes. And I think he's actually played, other than the New Orleans game where he just kind of, like, floated around, I think he's strung together some, like, pretty yeah. encouraging performances. No, I, I, lately. I agree with you. You know what? Hold that, hold that, uh, hold that thought for a second. Hold that thought for a second. Yep. I'm, I'm going to get back to that. Um, Salute to the chat too, because I, I I gotta acknowledge some super chats just came in. So salute to the chat. Um, also if you guys already know, there's 165 people in here. So so shout out to you guys. Oh. 165 people in the chat. If you want to talk to us, hit that Discord link in the chat. It says pin it to the top, and you also see Fritz is pinning it into the into the um into the um chat as well. Set so one at the top, and the one that Fritz is, is um putting in the chat click that you can come talk to us ask your questions give us your comments and say you're crazy say we're on point whatever you got to say you can talk to us right now all right so shout out to everybody who's in the chat right now um shout out to flow hip not he says a 499 super chat says we're rising keep the faith knicks fans all right shout out to so shout out to you oh. for five super chat or 499 rather for you and shout out to big reaper says 20 super chat for frank from big reaper man shout out oh. says frank Looks like he's all arms. He's frustrated and just lifting only. I mean, he got nothing else to do but lift, so he might as well just lift. You know he looks yoked, man. I don't know about all that. He, looks, he, he definitely looks, looks yoked. Yeah, I he mean, looks strong as hell. That's the, this is the time when he usually starts to, to kind of like lift. But you, like, you're right. When there's nothing else to do but lift, and you're not getting these games, and you might as well just, just lift and keep it moving, man. Also, Dan, we got Dan Alsenat. He says in five last week, says Randall had a pretty had a had petty energy on his Insta story. Yeah, yeah. about Kieber. Someone on the Mavs coach bench spoke too much last game. Hmm. Oh. Sign off on a five last chat. I missed the stories. Was there petty energy from Randall? Oh yeah, very petty energy. They were like they posted a stat like his numbers from the previous game in New York and how he was like five and twenty and Kleber fucking locked him up or whatever and. He was very petty. I enjoyed it. I think uh, I think he deserves to be petty. Look, he's. I mean, Knicks fans alone just destroyed the guy last year. I was hand up. Like, I was definitely one of them. I absolutely despised watching him play last year. Um, and look, he deserves everything he's getting right now. He deserves all the credit. He deserves everybody to apologize. And like, he deserves all of it because yeah, he's man. just like he's he's completely changed his game and his performance and like how he plays and what he values and all that kind of stuff like 
he is just playing at such a I high get level. it. I, I'm and, me too. Uh, and I'm I'm on the list too. I'm on the list too. Yeah. I'm blocked. He blocked me on Twitter, so that's cool. Um so hold on. Yo, hold, hold on a second, yo. Jay Boogie, Jay Boogie goes, goes, I'm just gonna call in. He just ignores all the other protocol. He's just, I'm just gonna call. <laughs> so you're not gonna be able to hear Jay Boogie. It's just gonna be me and, and the people. But Jay Boogie does what Jay Boogie does. <laughs> yo, Jay Boogie, can you hear me? Absolutely crispy and clear, man. What's good with you, man? How you doing today, man? <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm enjoying this win, bro. I'm enjoying this win. Five in a row. Oh. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm elated. We're 30 games right now. I can't believe we're at this point, to, tell you, to be honest, man. This is like a dream right now. Playoffs is going to be lit. Knicks, Knicks playoffs? I can't wait, man. Man, don't just enjoy the five-game win streak. Enjoy the whole season. Back in the yeah. day of, of this season, when when y'all was talking about y'all didn't want to hear the P word, remember I remixed it. Yeah. I said top eight. I've been told y'all top eight <laughs> what was going to happen, what was going to go on. You got to appreciate and love the whole season, man. Everything that's happening, man, is for a reason, man. This is our time, mm-hmm. our turn, you know what I'm saying? And only the real ones can follow what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? This is the real fire heartbeats. We don't need the Eddie Kane's trying to get back into my dice like this, I wish. Nah, you should have been staying with us, you know, the whole time instead of jumping ship, you know what I'm saying? And you, you. got to appreciate and love what we got going on. But I'm going to go a little bit further, you know what I'm saying? This is what I want. I want player of the week. I want player of the month. I want most improved player. Mm-hmm. I want coach of the year. And I need my man to be a part of that NBA um team of the year. At least at least team number two or something like that. Because you can't tell me more than three players in the East that's doing better than Julius Randle. Nope. And you can't really you can't tell me more players than five players in the West that's doing better than Julius Randle. Nope. I can't include Kevin Durant and all them dudes because they've been injured all year long. Word. So we gotta get that man his props and his, you know what I'm saying, his respect and his glory, you know what I'm saying? You gotta love and gotta appreciate it, man. And we get the dustpan and the broom out ready for Sunday night, because it's getting ready to be a broom sweeping for the New Orleans Pelicans, you know what I'm saying? We got their card and everything, so you know what I'm saying? Love and appreciate, stand up, enjoy, follow, and continue to, you know what I'm saying, support the Knicks, continue on supporting JL, you know what I'm saying? My man right here, he doing his thing. He he ain't doing it for himself. He's doing it for everybody else, man. So appreciate the love. You know what I'm saying? Get them like buttons up. Get them cord links yeah. ringing, man. Do whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And he ain't getting enough support that he deserved, man. Give it to that man. I appreciate Salute you. You and your man, y'all doing a great job this Saturday. You know what I'm saying? But you know my protocol. Continue on staying healthy. Continue on staying safe. Exactly. Protect yourself. Protect your home. Protect your loved ones. Men, take care of your kids. Women, appreciate your husbands. You know what I'm saying? Do what you gotta do as a family, you know what I'm saying? And, and stick together, man. Salute you, King. Keep doing what you're doing. I love you, man. All right, man. Salute. Gunshot to the head for Jay Boogie in that call. And the on top of that, man. Shout out to Jay Boogie, man. Since the, since the, the fire call, as always, man. I'm, I, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I'm, I'm ready right now. I'm about to run through <laughs> something right now. That's what Jay Boogie does, man. Jay Boogie calls and sets the whole place on fire. Listen, Jay Boogie broke protocol. He just called me direct. He said, screw this line stuff. Don't not everybody's gonna get away with that. Not everybody's gonna get away. Jay Boogie is Jay Boogie, so Jay Boogie can do Jay Boogie things. All right. Um, <laughs> But I'm yeah, not no, gonna answer I, for everybody, right? <laughs> no, he he's right though. Everybody should enjoy the season. And like yeah, it's yeah. not just the season. That's the most exciting part about this team. Is it's set up to like 
actually be like it actually is the start of something like they're not going to win a championship this year right like we all know this um but like that doesn't matter because you it's it's like you look at this team there's so many guys that can get better and improve and like they have all this cap space and they have all these picks like they have so many options to improve the roster that they just have never had like like the last time the knicks were good they had like a bunch of senior citizens on the team right like it's like you know you like you had like look at how many guys literally retired after that kid retired kurt thomas retired can be retired can be basically retired um Tyson Chandler may as well have retired. Like there's so many guys that just like were done after that season. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. That was it. And, and this team, like not one guy, like the oldest guy in the team is Todd and he's what? 32, 33 or something like that. I don't know how old he is. Todd is, he's forever. He's, 30, um, he's 35, right? I think he's 35. Right. I think he's good for him. He's, yeah, he's a good, like, like you got like two guys over 30 on the roster, right? Him and Rose. Mm-hmm. So like the Knicks are like, they, and it's just, they're in a really good place. And I think like, you know, enjoy the season for sure. Enjoy it all of it like it's been super fun um but like yeah definitely enjoy just the fact that like this isn't like when this season is over you don't have to be like oh my god like how there's so many options there's so many ways this team can improve and like um you know they're just at the start of something i think yeah man this is i can't believe we're still i i i cannot believe this season is going the way it is right now i can't believe we have julius randall is an all-star we have like Swin, our top two players. You know what's crazy about our top two players right now? Usually when you're a Knicks fan and you're looking at our players, right? You're going, okay, this guy's good at this, but... Oh, this guy's good at that, but... Right now, we have two guys who are legitimately good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and we also have two guys who don't really have... I mean, it's turnovers, but there's not really a really glaring weakness where you're like, this is like they're both really good all around players. And that's that's something really good to build a house on. You know, you can you can you can go somewhere with that. And that's why when people and that's why I'm when people are still talking about the when people were talking about trading R.J. Barrett or even trading Randall, even at this point. I look at them like they're crazy because I'm just like, dude, they don't really have a weakness, man. Like, how do you how do you trade a man? First, Julie Grant, how do you trade a man who who can post up, shoot threes, pass the ball, play defense? <laughs> and doesn't like he can literally do everything. He doesn't yep. have a big glaring weakness to his, to his team. It would be stupid to trade him at this point. Like you're not gonna get anything close to the value in return, even if even for or even if it is to clear lane for Obi at this point, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. I mean, Obi hasn't look. He's been playing better late recently for sure, but Absolutely. he is not playing anywhere near good enough to be like, well, we got to trade out an all star, all NBA caliber guy to to clear minutes for him. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Um, no, I, I I never understood the RJ one. Like, I. Really did not get it last year when people were like, "Oh, like he, you know, he had a terrible rookie year." And it's like, okay, well, one, he's a rookie. Two, look at the roster they had around him. Look at the terrible, awful, god awful coach they had for the first quarter of the season. Um, Like it, it was just a terrible environment. And like, 
you know, people were like, oh, he can't shoot. And it's like, okay, he's 19. He can learn. Yeah, he can learn. Yeah, he's 19. Like, he, he'll probably get better at shooting because guess what? That's how it works. You, yeah. And lo and bold, he already has. And his yo, second season I'm, made a major improvement. Schwinn, and you know what? Confession time for me. Um, not I wasn't I was never on the he can't shoot train, but I had I did not think it was gonna happen this quickly. I didn't think oh, it was gonna happen either. this year. No. I didn't think it would I think I thought he would get to like I thought he would be league average. And I don't I think his season average is about like I don't even know what it is now, maybe thirty I have no clue. I'm not even gonna thirty eight percent from he's thirty eight percent from I don't, I don't, he's thirty eight percent from three right now. Um Okay. So like that's that's above league average. Right. Uh I thought he would be like around league average this year. So me too. That's a massive, massive improvement he's made in one year. The free throw shooting uh increasing along with that makes me think it's legit. Permanent, yeah, exactly. Um, and like I just think that he's playing at a level that is super he plays like super mature like he plays there obviously he still has these stretches where he you know he drives into like 15 guys right throws up terrible shots that's fine he's like that's part of his process of growing as a player but for the most part for a guy that's 20 for uh, in a role on the knicks who have been a joke for like the better part of 20 years um you know what he's doing is really really impressive and you know people can talk to me about john moran all they want he's a really nice young player i like him he's fun um i'll take rj barrett over him all day mm. uh, I, I said i said last year when people were just <laughs> dismissing that like he could ever be as good as john moran i said last year i thought that was wrong i think a six six wing a guy like you look at the size what he does what he can do a guy like that as soon as he can shoot threes that's, yeah, that's, he's unstoppable that's the everywhere. Wing, that's right. the type that's of the wing that, that's, like, every yeah. – that's what the NBA that's dreams true. about. That's, like, the exact type of player the NBA that's true. dreams about. And and he can pass the ball. Like, he's not he's not at the level yet where you can just run an offense through him. I'm not arguing that. Um, but, like, I mean, you could see that in the fourth yesterday. Like, like now he has there a, are they, definitely – They do what they do what Yeah, there are stretches where he can. I mean, we've, we've seen yeah. games this year where he's – like the, the Pacers game from earlier the year where they just put the ball in his hands for like five possessions in a row and he made it happen. Yeah. Um, like, like he can do that for stretches. And look, like I said, I think John Morant's a really, really good young player. Um, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But I think John – I think I think RJ is flat out – he's going to be a better pro. I think he's a better pro. I think he's a more valuable position. Um, and he's not a guy like he's not a guy you ever have to hide on defense. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's the big biggest thing. thing. John like, Morant yeah, is gonna built have- like he's, he's built like a six, three version of me. Yeah. Um, like he's <laughs> got no muscle. Bruh. mass. All right. <laughs> that, I know I gave myself. A yeah, I know you gave yourself- <laughs> uh, but like, no, he's like, he, he's just not, he's not built like that. Like he's not, you know, he, he's not like you're going to have yeah. to hide that guy on defense in the playoffs and stuff like that. And that doesn't mean like he, like, again, it doesn't mean he's bad, but that that's something that you essentially have to build your roster around. And if RJ Barrett can hit threes, like all of a sudden, there's not much you really need to like. Yeah. How many he's players no, in the NBA do you think about that? You're like, if can I pair this guy with RJ Barrett? And you don't really like, have many concerns with guys like that. We happen to have one on our team who. uh 
might be our starting point guard but right right uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did i hit that by accident i might have <laughs> but <Finger slipped. laughs> yeah but yeah like i mean that, that's it like it's if, other than guys who like literally cannot shoot um you're not too worried about who you're pairing rj barrett with and that makes <laughs> life very easy for the knicks going forward and like also i wonder i don't know it's kind of interesting that the knicks two best players are both lefties i don't know like yeah that's that doesn't happen weird. very often that doesn't happen either <laughs> yo, yo shout out to the chat says uh yo gregory says uh sweeney morant i like that i like, <laughs> I like that sweeney morant name yo, shout, i saw you ron i'm trying a shout out to ron man 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 show man he always shows love um, so salute to you, man, Teron. I see you in here. I see you in the building. So shout out to you. Shout out to everybody else in the chat. I think it might be a, t- a good time to hang it up. No, yo, we got mad people in the chat. Nobody wants to talk. Everybody's shy. I get it. <laughs> or maybe I just not used to the Discord link setup yet. Hey, uh, and once y'all get used to the Discord link setup, y'all be more comfortable talking to us. But um, the Discord link is open. If no one wants to go in the link, we, we, could, we could end it right now. We can end it like in a minute. But shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Shout out to Junior Karoma, Amari Belgrave. Uh, Thesis Thomas, Greg Castillo, uh, Jaron Hilton. There's a lot of names I haven't seen before. So, hey, welcome. Welcome. Um, if you're new, hit the hashtag new. If you, you like, like the show, please like, subscribe to the channel as well. We will be doing a live stream tomorrow. I'm pretty sure, yeah, we're going to do it because it's a game tomorrow at like 1 o'clock, I believe. Yeah, one o'clock. So Definitely. definitely be doing the live stream tomorrow. It's gonna be me and Raw tomorrow for sure. So definitely check out for the watch out for the live stream tomorrow. And yeah, don't be shy next time, everybody in chat, y'all. But um, so salute to everybody in chat. Um, and yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's a good time, man. We've been talking for an hour. Unless you have anything else Appreciate to say, Swin. No, I mean, uh, check out check out Pod Strickland, check out the Strickland, the Strick.land website. We just launched uh, some merchandise, so nice, nice. Definitely take a look at that. We got uh, RJ Barrett and uh, Frank Milikina stuff. Uh, we're gonna have dope. more stuff coming out soon. I know Jay Alice is probably about to grab some some Frank uh, merchandise. So. Yeah, get some Frank merch. I'm with it. <laughs> get the Frank merch. I'm with the Frank. <laughs> 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 can mix oh, and match shit. Frank merch. Get the Frank, get yeah, the Frank exactly. merch there. Get I got, hoodie, I got, get, get the, the hoodie. Get the Frank. I got, we got Frank phone cases. You get all that going. Amari <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, "Can I get a shout?" Yes, you can, Amari. You get a shout out. Shout out to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check out, uh, check out the, the knowledgeable Sweeney uh, and Pa Strickland and great writer as well. So check, definitely check out his stuff. Um, also check us out too at the, the KOT show. All right, um, on me, the KOT show on Twitter, the Nick and Time show on Instagram, and also the Nick and Time show on Facebook as well. If you go to nicktimeshow.com, you can catch the merch. You got KOT hats, black and white. Ghost got blue and orange. Blue and orange is the one that's really good right now. Shout out to people who's copping the merch. Also got t-shirts and things of that nature as well. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So sh- check out the nicktimeshow.com for that merch. And yeah, that is all. Good talk, good talk, Schwinn. Um, shoot, I might have you on a couple more times. So listen, man, yeah. fr- Fridays and Saturdays is usually the time where my guys are out. So if you if you down, I'll, I'll probably ask you some Fridays and Saturdays to come chat. Yeah, up. man, just let me know. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up, and you know the deal too with me as well. All right, yeah, so yeah. that is our show, guys. That's yeah, and yo, and thank you for those super chats. I think I I, I shout everybody out. All right. Wait, wait, see, now listen, listen. You see this, people? I'm about to end this show, and now somebody wants to come in the waiting room and 
and talk. I'm going to give you one minute to get together. Hopefully you're working. Hopefully you're working. you lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. You, I saw you at the last second. I was about to hit that end stream button. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. But shout, but shout out to the chat, man. I'm already waiting for him to, to, to be screened by Fritz to make sure he's not crazy. Shout out to Fritz, man. <laughs> Fritz is on the job. He writes. He screens. He helps clips. He helps do all of the, all the stuff. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Ari. Oh, yo, Ari's talking about the Ron Baker merch. We definitely still have Ron Baker merch. The Ron Baker tees is still rocking out there. Fun fact: Ron Baker is still very popular. <laughs> Fun fact: Ron Baker is still very popular. Someone grabs a Ron Baker tee every now and again. So shout out to Ron Baker. <laughs> right. Oh man. Oh man. All right. I see you in witches in the chat. Um. So I'm gonna drag you in. Okay. <laughs> shout out to you in witch. Can you hear me? Uh yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit that. Just make sure when you're in there, hit that. Um. That watch stream button or the just stream button, all right? Or and hit the KOT live button, hit that just stream button, and you should be good to go. You should be able to hear Sweeney as well. Is Sweeney's even here? I, I think Sweeney went, went away for a second. But let me know what's here, but I, I got to bounce in like a couple minutes. Okay. Ago. All right. If you got to bounce, that's cool. All right. I'll talk to you later. I got the show from here on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, man. Hi, guys. Right. Appreciate everybody. Have a good one. All right. You so, too. uh, hello? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, uh, like I said, I just want to you know congratulate you guys on the show, great content. Uh, but you know the thing is really, I wanted to talk a little bit about the game yesterday. Uh, the Knicks played much better defense. Uh, Noel played a little better in spurts. I kind of feel like we struggled recently because of um, we struggled with defense. We're basically rebounding, uh, especially when we went through that losing stretch. And, you know, it's uh, it's hard to try to compare him to, like, Mitch. Obviously, when you lose Mitch, you kind of really see, you know, like, how much you lose because he does such a good job patrolling the paint. Right. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they played much better. Uh, they're doing a better job rebounding. It seemed like, you yeah. know, um, they made an effort with, like, trying to get the guards and the forwards more involved with rebounding mm -hmm. uh, yesterday. So that was definitely a good thing. And I just hope they, you know, they keep it going. You know, it's definitely like they look really good. It was also really interesting. You know, I don't know if obviously it might be a fluke uh, because you had Julius scoring 44, but we didn't have Burks. Right. And um, and it seemed like the, you know, the offense for the most part was okay. Um, it flowed pretty okay. Um, although we were, we tend to be predictable, but they just couldn't stop Julius. Uh, but maybe sometimes that's a good thing because we have two players that like, if they get to their spots, they know how to score. Uh, Julius is very difficult to handle anywhere on the court. And then with uh, Love How, with RJ Barrett, it was like when he had to play with the second unit, it was like the the priority was like, how do you isolate Barrett with like uh, with a mismatch? And then he just took advantage of it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, he was just eating, you know, when uh, Julius went out the game and he was going against the second unit, it was like, uh, it seemed like they were just more focused. Uh, there were times in the offense where it was just like it was really stagnant, but they were very focused. Um, you know, like they knew, knew what they wanted to do. And I don't know if it's because, you know, 
uh, the fact that they didn't have uh, Burke and then they just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, that's how it's going to go. But, uh, but it was a really good game. <clears throat> yeah. Last two years, we've been really kick- killing the Mavs and I'm loving it. So, yeah. To you, to, to, me, me, me touch a couple of points because you're absolutely right. For one, we're talking about Julius Randle, right? And I don't expect, yeah. I started off, this, I don't know, he wasn't here for the start, start of the show, but I started the show going, all right. Ali Burks is out. Who's stepping up? Where are we getting the rest of the points from? And to yesterday's answers was just more points from Julius Randle. I don't yeah. expect I Julius Randle to drop 44 a night when Burks is out, right? We don't know how long Burks is going to be out. This safety protocol thing is really unpredictable. So we're not sure how long that's going to be out. So I, I don't expect Julius to do this every night, but I do hope that mm-hmm. guys like... um. RJ step up, Derrick Rose step up, and you're hoping that quickly kind of like snaps out of it sometimes too. Nights, yes, last night wasn't his night. Maybe it's the favorable, it wasn't a favorable matchup. Um, but you know he likes playing the Hawks, so maybe he gets some run when when the Hawks come. Um, two, you talked about the assist. That's another thing. We we won our last few games with less assist than the other team, which is which is strange. <laughs> so. I noticed that about the Knicks. Uh, obviously, we're one of the lowest in the league in assists. Uh, part of it is because of pace. Right. But one thing I realized, I think, I really think is because it's, um, you need, I think you need ball movement. Ball movement is good so you can get easy shots, right? Mm-hmm. But if the shots aren't falling, right, then at that point, you just need to go to your bread and butter. You need to go to the people that are going to get you the buckets. And right. so the Knicks are very... They're very disciplined about that. It can it can make them very predictable, but it, they're also very disciplined about that. They know who their you know uh, the best scorers are, and they know basically they want to go to them. And the thing that was also really interesting throughout that game, you can hear Thibodeau yelling at uh, Randall to take your time, take your time. And it was crazy. You can hear it through, <laughs> you can right, hear it right. through the um, you know through during the game. So. Uh, but it, it just they know what they want to do. So the assists with uh, with the Knicks, I think, are going to be low. Uh, but honestly, it's not always going to matter, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm kind of like a stat person. I look at, uh, at this stuff a lot. When you try to see, uh, look for relationship between uh, assists and a team's winning percentage, it's very hard to find the, the relationship between both because, like, hmm. Sometimes it's just like if you have basically somebody like a Randall or who's a load on an offensive end, who's going to basically who's shooting like 50 percent from the field efficient, right. and above, it's like, all you're going to do is just dump the ball to him, isolate. I mean, you're better off doing that. Right. Than just passing the ball around and then, you know, yeah. you get an open shot. What if the person is a poor shooter? Nah, so exactly. sometimes it just depends. Yeah, because you know what's been happening, too, which I've noticed is. The teams right now where he's going off for these 30, 40 point games are the teams who are electing not to double. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so when when you're single coveraging Randall and you have guys on it like Keebler, like who the hell who's Keebler? Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When Randall has a guy yeah. named Keebler on him for 30 minutes or 20 minutes at a night. Oh, you're like, okay, barbecue chicken. I'm just going to ISO all night. And that's part of the reason why we only had like 20 assists yesterday, 22 assists or whatever. So yeah. if that's the case, um, I'll take it. And that might not work on other nights when the other opposing team has a better defender. Like 
you know, the Lakers, if we added it with Anthony Davis, they may it might it might be a long night, you know, if, if we just decide yeah. to ISO Randall against Anthony Davis. But most nights he's gonna have the advantage. You know what I mean? So it, it's been yeah. working out for us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the assist numbers, I think that they I think they do a great job, like really focusing on that. They do. They're pretty disciplined about it, too. Uh, so it, it just sometimes it depends if the guys aren't hitting shots like all everyone else isn't really hitting shots very well, then it's going to probably be a low assist night. Right. Uh, and it's going to be a heavy dose of Randall uh, and RJ. And then, of course, you're going to, you know, get some kickouts to uh, to block and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, on double two, some of the guys. I mean, yesterday they shot pretty well, um, and the assist was still pretty low. But like you said, I think it was because Randall was just like, he was, was just yeah, he was and killing, you know, yeah, he was he just was, killing Cleaver. So yeah, he was just god, he was just godly, he was just godly yesterday, and, and I'll take yeah. that, I'll definitely take that. All right, yo, yo, thanks for calling in. Definitely strong call, man. Definitely don't be a stranger, man. Call him. We're gonna be doing the show tomorrow, so. I, if you're watching tomorrow, I'll definitely encourage you to, to hit the Discord link and um, come chat with us with tomorrow after the game. All right. Definitely, my actually like my screen name is like it's mismatch on here. I'm actually Big Reaper, but I guess oh, you know it's, Big uh, <laughs> it's actually showing like my. <laughs> but this is like it's screwed up and it's showing like my uh, my like you know close to my real name on there. Gotcha, you, gotcha, you know. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to shout out to Big Reaper, man. I see you here all the time now. <laughs> got you, got you. Salute, salute right. to you, man. I'll check you later. All right, thank you. All right, no problem. Yo, it's that easy, man. First time in the chat, hit the Discord link. You talk to us easy breezy. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up. Yo, shout out to Nuggy Fresh in the building. I see you, my guy. Shout out to you. Um, thanks for coming in and checking in, catching the tail end of the show. Shout out to Shweeney, man, who's always knowledgeable. Always got some good points to us. Had some nice little moments with Shweeney. So shout out to you. And thanks, Jay Boogie, for calling as well. Shout out to EJ One, Nick Yak, Anthony, all Knicks Nation. Came in here heavy today. Uh, salute to you guys. If you're new to the channel, shout out to Ari too. Shout out to Ari too as well. I'll see you, I'll see you in here, boy. Shout out to you as well. If you're new to the channel, please like, subscribe to the channel, and share as well. Also, Super Chats are always welcome. It's going to help, you know, help pay for the writers, helps grow the channel. Helps, it just helps elevate everything, all right? So I don't get Jordans. I just keep, I just, I just put it back. I just put it back into Next Nation. Help grow everything else up, all right? So that is the show. Definitely watch out tomorrow for the next show. And as always, shout out to Worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Gotta shout out to Worldwide West, man, for helping to put this team together. That's our show.